there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one finite page of Talmud every day. And I say this with so much pain and trepidation, because though it was a demanding, difficult tractate for me, and I assume for some of you too, today is the bittersweet ending, at least for now, of tractate Nazir. And here to tell us what we've learned and what this was all about sum up this wonderful, magical mystery journey we've all had together. Who else but the one and only Rabbi David Bashevkin? How are you, my friend? What an absolute pleasure. And this is such a bittersweet moment for me in particular, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners and those learning along with Dafyomi with us looked at Tractate Nazir and said, like, this is not for me. This is not the Tractate that speaks to me or resonates with me. But as I've mentioned before on previous episodes, this Tractate for me in particular was deeply, deeply personal. And the reason why it was deeply personal, because the themes of the Tractate at the heart of this tractate of what it talks about is learning how to create space, a healthy distance, and even a healthy relationship and embrace of your physical appearance. There was an amazing story in tractate Nazir where Rebbe Shimon, who really had very ambiguous feelings that you see throughout the tractate to the very concept of a Nazarite. What are we doing here? Judaism doesn't believe in withdrawing from the world. It doesn't believe in fasting. It doesn't believe in it, it believes in a little bit of fasting, but not all the time. You know, we're not we're not constantly fasting. We enjoy a good steak. We enjoy wine. We enjoy life. And all of a sudden there's this concept of Nazir where he retracts from the world or she retracts from the world and abstains from cutting their hair, abstains from drinking wine, and really abstains, so to speak, from even their connections to previous generations. We don't visit the dead. You don't go to grave sites. It is a very strange concept that in many ways there are ambiguous feelings towards in the overall tradition of Judaism. And Rabbi Shimon in this story meets one Nazarite who says, you did it for all the right reasons. And it's this person who tells Rabbi Shimon that the reason why I became a Nazir is because I became so subsumed, so consumed with my own reflection that it literally felt like it was drowning me from the world. I was so obsessed with my own beauty and my own physical appearance that I needed to withdraw a little bit from my own reflection and take on the vows of a Nazir. And Rabbi Shimon kisses him on the head and says, that is exactly the reason why we become a Nazir. And at the heart of this tractate really relates to my own struggles with my own physical appearance. As I write in the essay, as I always write in essays concluding the tractate, but in this particular essay, I wrote a lot more personally than I usually do, because a struggle that I dealt with for well over a decade was the fact that in my late teens, I was 16 years old, my mid-teens, my hair started to turn white. Now, I'm already deep into my 30s, so you know I wear it with distinction, and it's got a cool look, and I really own it and embrace it. But as a 16-year-old spotting your first white hair, this was absolutely terrifying for me. I felt like the picture of Dorian Gray. I felt like my own sense of self was withering in the reflection before me. And I really struggled with it. I started plucking out white hairs. I, saw, I, I There was a long period 
where I was dyeing my hair, which was an absolute fiasco and something that I detail in the essay. It was absolutely a horrific experience. And I realized that I became so consumed by my own reflection. In some ways, I look at myself as an inverted Nazir, where the standard reason of why you become a Nazir is because you become so consumed with your beauty. I became so consumed with my own ugliness. The fact that my reflection was deteriorating. But there's something very beautiful about Nazir, and that is the comments that Rav Meir Simcha of Devinsk writes in his commentary, Mesha Chachma, on the verse which describes the Nazir bringing himself to the temple. And in that verse, which is in Numbers chapter 6, verse number 13, it refers to the Nazir in third person. And the reason why it says, Yavi Oso El Pesach Ohamohed, he shall be brought to the entrance of the tent of meeting. Who, who's going to bring him? He's actually bringing himself. Why do we refer to the Nazir in third person? It's because the whole act of the Nazarite vow is to allow you to look at yourself in third person. That when you look in the mirror and maybe you see incredible beauty, or maybe you see ugliness, you realize that that reflection is not the totality of who you are. It creates space between your reflection and your actual self-image. And that is what I learned from Tractate Nazir and my own struggles with my own appearance. And I believe everything comes down to the way holiness is described in the Nazir. The way holiness is described is that Kodesh Yihiyeh the Nazir will be in future tense holy. And there's an incredible comment by Rav Moshe Isserlis who explains that the holiness of the Nazir is only fully realized once the term of the Nazarite is completed. Holiness is not found by escaping yourself, but learning to embrace it. The otherworldliness of the Nazarite, however admirable, is not a sustainable path. You need to come back to this world. True holiness is found after we rejoin the world and learn to sanctify it. Whatever ugliness we may find in this world, whatever imperfections we may see in our reflections, whatever flaws that may gnaw at our image, they're not meant to be escaped, they need to be sanctified. And we can find holiness in the mirror if we only develop the courage to step before it. And what we find there can become beautiful. And that is such a beautiful way to sum up Tractate Nazir. Thank you so much, Rabbi David Beshevkin, for being our guest. Hadron Allah, Maseches Nazir, Vahadron Allah. We shall return to you, Tractate Nazir, and we hope that you return to us. Thank you so much. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. 
Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmuccia, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Thank you.